Everything is expensive these days, you know that. The government is printing trillions of dollars in consumer prices higher than ever. If the government continues its printing and spending, the dollar could continue its freefall and lose its coveted role as the world reserve currency. Let's hope that doesn't happen. But there are a few things you can do right now. American Hartford Gold can show you how to protect your money, your retirement, your hard-earned savings against inflation by helping you diversify a portion of your portfolio into physical gold and silver. Start with a short phone call, and they can have physical gold and silver delivered right to your door or put inside your 401k or IRA. So please call or text them right now. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you. Call 877-444-GOLD, 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. Again, that's 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. I'm Mike Slater from the podcast Politics by Faith. This is a crazy time in our country. It's stressful, a lot of anxiety, and it's going to get worse. And I realized that one of the things that helps me take away the stress is realizing that there's nothing new under the sun. So on this podcast, we take the news of the day and we run it through the Bible and other periods in history to realize that we've been through this before and we can rise above again. Politics by Faith, anywhere you listen to the podcast. Politics by Faith. Welcome to the No Spin News Weekend Edition. Gas prices now, let me give you the stats here. Current average gallon gas, 376. We could go 360. That's a huge story. A uh, month ago, 354. A year ago, 422. So gas prices have risen 16 cents in a week. And this is the annual summer gouge. It happens every summer. Okay, they gouge you and gouge you and gouge you until Labor Day. Uh, that's what they do. But in addition to gas prices, car insurance is up 17% in one year in this country. So you get your car insurance renewal, and you got to have car insurance. You have to. It's not optional. 17% rise. And I'm going, I'm looking at my thing, I'm going, what? I got a clean record. No accidents, no tickets, whatever. And, what, and I'm paying more than 70%. And I'm going, why? So we did some investigation. Here's why. The increase has come because cars have become more advanced and features all kinds of stuff that are expensive to repair. Well, I got a 2016 Cadillac. My car is the same. It's not a new car. So why is my car insurance up 20%? Because they can. Because the state of New York doesn't care how high. You know, remember, these, these rates are regulated. And home, how about, I got guys coming in now because they canceled my homeowners because they wanted like double it, my home insurance. And I'm not in a floodplain or any of that. We got no uh, claims. And again, that's up crazy. So I'm getting new home insurance and they're coming over to look at the house or something. I don't know. I'll give them some uh, low calorie beverages, whatever they want. But um, home insurance is up about 5% around the country. Double digit increases in home insurance approved in 31 states. 31 states. Why? Well, it, climate change. <laughs> because of the storms. That's why. 
okay. I mean, so you, me, everybody else, the bills get higher and higher and higher. That's Bidenomics, is it not? Bidenomics. But Biden's telling us, yeah, economy's great. It's great. It's the greatest economy here. And I'm going, I don't know. I'm paying more for food, more for gas, more for insurance, more for everything. There isn't anything that's gone down. So I asked my, my uh, producers, get me somebody who is very smart, smarter than me, and can explain all this. So uh, Dr. Thomas Hogan comes from, uh, to us from Great Barrington, Massachusetts, in the Berkshires, lovely place. A little crazy left there, but uh, if you can just walk around the woods and hike, you're, you're fine. This podcast is sponsored by Ramp. Are you the decision maker in your company? Consider this. For the first time in decades, there's a better option for a corporate card and spend management platform. Meet Ramp, the only corporate card and spend management system designed to help you spend less money so you can make more. Most corporate credit cards offer points as incentives, but those points amount to less than their worth in real cash value. Ramp's business cards offer you cash back, real money in your pocket. Plus, you control who spends what with each vendor. And Ramp's software collects and verifies receipts automatically, which means you'll stop wasteful spending and close your books in hours instead of days. Businesses that use Ramp add up to 5% to their bottom line the first year. If you're a decision maker, adding Ramp could be one of the best decisions you've ever made. And now get $250 when you join Ramp for free. Just go to ramp.com slash easy. Ramp.com slash easy. R-A-M-P dot com slash easy. Currents issued by Sutton Bank and Celtic Bank members of DIC. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, this is Vivek Ramaswamy. The media has systematically lied to you. The Hunter Biden laptop story, the origin of COVID-19, the Trump-Russia collusion hoax, or how your money's being spent in Ukraine. Enough already with the lies. No more lies, hard truths only. That's what the Truth Podcast is all about. It's not standard conservative talking points. If you want that, go somewhere else. But if you want the hard truth delivered to you in a way that challenges you and will challenge me intellectually, you're not going to find anything like this on the Internet. Subscribe to The Truth Podcast today on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, so the Biden administration, oh, the economy, Bidenomics is great. It's the greatest thing. Great, great, great. And then the consumer, every time they turn around, they're paying more for everything. How, How does that stack? Doctor. Yeah, thanks for having me on. You're right. It is a tough time for American consumers right now. They're seeing prices of everything that they buy going up. Uh, and that's, you know, gas prices and food prices and home prices, everything across the board. And so they're facing higher prices, but then they've got all these things coming from the Biden administration, new regulation, new taxes, and a higher debt than ever that Biden's using to spend on all these pet projects for his, you know, political cronies. And so it seems like, you know, Americans are really getting hit from both sides by the higher prices and the terrible policies from the Biden administration. Okay. So when you hear Biden go out and go, oh, inflation's coming down, which it is on the board. I mean, it's coming down from, I think it was almost 10% and it's down about five now, or whatever it may be. Then I'm the greatest president, economic president of all time because inflation is coming down. But correct me if I'm wrong, Biden himself ignited all the inflation for the first 18 months of his uh, administration, right? 
So it's funny because Biden wants to take all of the credit for things that he did not do and accept none of the blame for the things that he did. And so it's a little bit strange. You know, he's saying that, oh, we've seen all this job growth, uh, not even mentioning that we're in this huge recession because of COVID. And so all that job growth is really just a recovery to get us back to normal. You know, and so really has nothing to do with the Biden administration Um, and then trying to take credit for, you know, prices coming down. Prices were high because of huge inflation, mostly because of the U.S. Federal Reserve, which has finally started raising interest rates to try to get that under control. And again, Biden wants to take credit for this, even though really nothing to do with him at all. So my uh, posture on this broadcast and others has been when Biden came into office, the first thing he did was attack the American uh, fuel industry. All right the gas industry, the heating oil, everything, tack, attack, regulation after regulation after regulation, boom, 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 boom. And that immediately raised the price of fuel, which immediately raised the price of food because the truckers had to pay more for gas and it's always passed on to consumer. And then there was all of these uh, product delays to get the products to market and they just stack them, stack them, stack them. If Biden had not, and I mean, you're a, Uh, senior research guy at the American Institute for Economic Research. If Biden had just left it alone when he came in, left the American energy industry alone, as Trump did, would we have all of these higher prices? I know it's speculation, but what's your opinion? Yeah, you know, I think Biden is being uh, a little bit... um, not totally truthful about the way that he's uh, describing the you know energy prices. You know when he when he was running for president, he said he wanted to eliminate the fossil fuel industry altogether, and so get rid of oil companies. And then once oil prices were high, he said, "Oh, we're going to do everything we can." I'm a friend of the energy industry and the oil industry, and you know obviously that wasn't true. Um, but I'm I, you know I mostly put the high prices and and partly high gas and oil prices on the Federal Reserve that's had two expansionary monetary policy that's driven up prices. You know, Biden called this uh, high gas prices Putin's price hike. You remember that? Yep. Uh, because of Russia's war with Ukraine that disrupted the oil industry. But if we look at the price of oil, even before that, it had largely gone up. I mean, at the right. start of 2021 and the beginning of the pandemic recovery, it was about $45 a barrel. And a year later, before Russia invaded Ukraine, it had already doubled to $90 a barrel. Um, and that was a period when prices were going up around the economy because you know the Federal Reserve was keeping interest rates low and continuing to buy bonds and pushing up all prices. And so, you know, so I think a lot of that has to do with the bad Fed policy, but certainly Biden's policies of trying to uh, pick on the energy and oil industry in particular, talking about new regulations is certainly a problem. Okay, because harvesting of energy in this country under Biden, I think is about 70 percent of what it was under Trump. And whenever you don't have, whenever you have 30 percent less of a product, the products are going to go up. I mean, even I can understand that. Doctor, thanks very much for your expertise. We appreciate it. If you want to check out the doctor, you go to American Institute for Economic Research. You're listening to the No Spin News Weekend Edition. So, you know, Glenn Beck, um, he's been around since the War of 1812 and big Internet radio star, worked with me at Fox News for a while. He's the author of a brand new book called Dark Future, Uncovering the Great Reset's Terrifying Next Phase. Big bestseller, uh, this book. So it's about uh, the great narrative when Beck says 
that very wealthy, powerful people around the world are trying to change the world, in North America and Europe particularly, and they want to run it. These elites want to run the economies of all these nations and fundamentally transform how we live. That's what the book's about. Now, Beck refuses to send me a copy of the book, so I, I couldn't read the whole book. And even though I send him multiple copies of my book, I didn't get one. Um, but Never here, have you sent me a book. Never I, have oh, you sent me yeah, one of I your know. books. What you um, know is, what you know so, is you go, like this. Wait, <laughs> let, me, let me do one more setup so, One more setup. All right. So the book's a big bestseller. And Target won't cover it, won't put it in his store. So Target CEO, this guy named Brian Cornell, lives outside of Minneapolis. And you look him up, and, and he's a successful business guy, but he is a liberal guy. He gave 2700 bucks to Amy Klobuchar, the senator from Minnesota, in her presidential run and re-election run, all that. But it doesn't make any sense. Why would you not stock a bestseller doesn't matter who the author is, if it's a theory that people should read and consider. I don't know. We called Target. Of course, they didn't respond. And it's Target, of course. Weren't they selling Satan stuff back or something? Were they, what were they doing a few months yeah, ago? Yeah, I mean, so this is, this is not new for anybody. Um, uh, Target has been uh, selling, you know, tuck bathing suits during Pride Month for babies. So the babies could tuck because, God forbid, they're a boy. Um, they were selling uh, adult tuck bathing suits uh, for transgender. Um, they were selling Satan things. I mean, it was it's really out of control. And uh, they took a huge hit. And so in certain states, they pulled, first they removed it, put it in the back of the uh, Target instead of right in the front. Um, and it only happened in certain stores in certain states. So people stopped, stopped going to Target. Well, that doesn't really work because Target is a very unique store and sells everything. And even my wife complains all the time. I know I can get it at Target. And, and so a lot of Americans like Target because it has the best of everything and goes deeper than Walmart does. So it wasn't an easy thing for people to choose not to go to Target, but people had had enough. So our book comes out. Let me back up. A few weeks ago, uh, Mark Levin's book comes out. They decide not to carry it. That's fine. Uh, Mark points it out. Um, the listeners get upset. They call Target. Target starts to cover it um, and sell his book. My book, however, is different. Because what my book is about is exactly what has happened to Target. I don't care if you're a Democrat and you voted for Amy Klobuchar. I think you're a dope for doing it. But I don't mind. I mean, we all disagree on things. The ESG movement and what I talk about in Dark Future, what is actually happening in our corporations, is something entirely different. This is a choice to abandon capitalism, really, truly abandon your uh, buyers, uh, the people that frequent your store, and instead sell the things that help you in the inner circle and helps you at the bank with ESG, helps the cause of uh, completely transforming a capitalist society into a stakeholder society.
So you think Brian Cornell, the CEO of Target, is one of these elites that have gathered together in the great narrative to change the way um, America and Europe see the world, conduct economics, all of that. You believe that this guy is responsible because it had to be him. At that level, he'd have to make no Beck or no Levin or we want Satan. He would have to do that, right? I, I don't I don't. You know, I don't I don't know anything about him. I'm, he has to be involved in the top level decisions. I don't think that goes down to the books, um, but maybe it does. I, I don't think so. Oh, it's a big um, controversy. The top He'd level to decisions know. are He'd have what to are know about it. What He'd are have our, to know about it. Go ahead. Maybe, maybe, maybe. Um, I just know that the company and the stakeholders in the company and that's him included, have decided that their stakeholders, not their shareholders and not their customers, the their board. stakeholders, right. which include the federal government, uh, the World Economic Forum, the banks, et cetera, et cetera, that those things that they are pushing for are more important than their, their customers. Well, what about Comcast? I mean, look, you've been in the news information business for a long time. And you know, I'm sitting there and I go, NBC Nightly News doesn't even mention the Devin Archer testimony. I mean, are they Comcast, NBC in the middle of this thing? I think, I think all major corporations uh, are in the mid middle of this. I hate to say it, but I think Fox, our, you know, our former alma mater, um, has even gone down this road. Um, they see no way out because it is truly the most powerful banks and insurance companies and government officials. You want to cross them, go ahead, cross them. Um, but you will have uh, a very tough time. The only one that is crossing them that has survived is Elon Musk. But look at what they're doing to Elon Musk. Now they're saying because of EPA, you can't fire your rocket over Texas. Excuse me? What, where, where did that come from? Who made that rule? Is Florida exempt? Or are you going to say that about Florida too and move the Space Center someplace else? They are directly trying to take Elon Musk down because he won't play their, you know, their uh, New World Order game. All right, let's go to motivation. So most of us believe that uh, you run a major corporation. You want to make as much money as you can. You've got a board of directors, and a lot of times those boards, that's what happened at Fox. The board of directors changed, management changed, and they go wherever they want to go. But what is, when you're just talking profit center, okay, money coming into the corporation, the great narrative goes against that because it restricts the freedom of people. Mm -hmm. All right. Restricts their mm -hmm. income, restricts all of that. So what what is in it for these corporate chieftains that meet in Davos and recently in uh, Idaho? What is in it for them to be forcing this stuff? So. Bill, there is there is a movement. It's all in the book, uh, Dark Future, and it explains it clearly. There is a great change coming. We are in now what's called the fourth industrial revolution. All of the change from the first industrial revolution to the third, so all the way from, uh, you know, what was it, 1760 or 1770, all the way till about 2020, all of that change is going to happen now 
between 2020 and 2035. That kind of an impact just because of technology. So the governments through the World Economic Forum and the corporations have gotten together and said, okay, how do we protect what we have? And they've decided that capitalism is a thing of the past. They have decided that they know what's better. They just need to take control of how you spend your money, where you spend your money, the narrative, and silence those who disagree with them. All right, so it's a consolidation of economic power into the hands of what you call the elite because they don't believe that the capitalist system can survive under the new technological arrangements it's, that we're going to have. Do I have it? It's 21st century fascism. That's what it is. It is a public-private partnership. That's what it is. And there are no good guys back? You didn't find anybody who's pushing against this? Oh, uh, Vivek Ramaswamy is probably one of the biggest guys pushing against it. Um, he gets it 100%. He started a, a trading fund that went and was trading, you know, uh, not on ESG scores. Um, there are companies out there, but they are not major corporations. They are There are no major banks that are going against this. Um, they, they are all in. It is really... The American people, the individual, Democrat, Republican, Independent, it's, it's not just here. It is everywhere in the world, on the Western world. And it is a great uh, reset. It is a great uh, reshaping of everything in the world as you know it. The, the, the scariest thing I heard today was that there's, they're still talking and trying to push Biden into a climate emergency and have him issue an executive order which declares the climate a national emergency, which would give him all kinds of uh, unrestrained power yeah, he's not to do, do all the things he can't get through Congress. He's not going to do that um, because that would doom, I hope so. that would doom the uh, left. All right, Beck, your book, Certainly Dark Future, Uncovering the Great Research, Terrifying Excess, should be sold everywhere. This is what a free society does. You you can consider Beck's book and agree or disagree, and that's the way we've always had it. And I'm going to tell uh, all the witches, Beck, you know, Killing the Witches, my book coming out. We've sent you already two copies, September. The witches are going to be on your side. We're going to get you, every all of those people on your side. They're going to help out. I, they, they don't want yeah, the new narrative there. I, no, yes. no. I prefer they stay with you. <laughs> And they would probably prefer that as well. Okay. All right, yes, Beck, we'll see yes. you on the radio. Thank you. Here's a gem from the No Spin News Vault. This tabloid story about accusations now is taken on hysteria, as we discussed yesterday. I wanted to talk to two talk radio guys who have to deal with this, and here they are Bernard McGurk and Sid Rosenberg, hosts of the Bernie and Sid Show. That makes sense. Bernard McGurk and Sid Rosenberg, Sid. Bernie and Sid Very Show. Creative. BS. Okay, 77 WABC Radio here in New York City is weekdays 9 to noon. So what I want to ask you guys, uh, it, when you get calls on this subject, and this is just talk radio heaven, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, no, it's, it, oh, it is, you it, can do it. It's, it's crack talk radio. It's crack, it's crack, crack for talk radio. Right. Yes. right. You know, people, they want to vent. They want to talk about. Yes. But they don't really know anything. As far as if a person like John Conyers says, hey, I didn't do it. They don't know whether John Conyers did it or not. No. Right. Okay. No. 
So when you're fielding calls, Sid, what tone are you starting to hear time after time? It's a political thing, right? So if you're a conservative, if you're a Republican, it doesn't matter what you know or don't know about John Conyers, he's a bad guy. Same thing with Al Franken. On the other side, Roy Moore, he's the bad guy. So without any information, even without a dialogue from me and Bernie, the callers call up, they're on a certain political side, and the guy on the other side, guilty. he's toast. Guilty. Guilty. Right. Guilty. All right. Done. And by the way, I'm no different. I'm the same exact way. <laughs> well, you do. That's, that's my point of view. Don't yeah. you feel badly? No, I, do. I try to be impartial sometimes. But you, you don't know. have to be impartial, though. You, <clears throat> this is what I do on these things, all right? I take it as far as the facts. Yes. I said, I said uh, this morning on a, a Washington, D.C. radio station, I would not vote for Roy Moore. Right. I wouldn't vote for him. Right. All right. Now, I don't know what Roy Moore did or did not do. I'm looking at the overall presentation of Judge Moore. Exactly. And, and to me, if I lived in Alabama, it's not good enough. But in my, this is my opinion, and this is where maybe I'm rationalizing a little because I take that side. It was a media hit job, a Washington Post hit job, and the voters are reacting to that, a backlash to that. In other words, had, no they, doubt about had it. they released this information before the primary, the, the voters could have made an, an intelligent choice. They would have had Luther Strange, and they know that. Instead, they were manipulated, and they're going to have a Democrat, perhaps, because of the Washington Post. And they're saying, we're not going to have that. But the polls now say that Moore is ahead by five right. points. Yeah. Right. But I think there's a bigger issue here. If the Washington Post had a more stable reputation as being fair, right. had it been a Wall yeah. Street Journal that broke this story, for example, the voters may be a little bit more Maybe. inclined. You're right. The Washington Post and New York Times both have a bad reputation. I'll tell you the one guy, Bill, that it doesn't matter whether you're a Republican or a Democrat. They were doing the Macarena in the streets. We were. We were doing the worm naked oh, on the floor yeah. in the studio. Right. Matt Lauer. Why? We had Republicans and well, Democrats. Well, well, okay. So why the disdain for Mr. Lauer? Why? Because we're bad guys. We're <laughs> but no, no, tell no, me. Tell no, me. Seriously, look, he's, uh, he's, he's uh, uh, one of these liberal icons who's uh, morally superior. He's a moral conscience. He's, he's a champion of women's rights, all this nonsense that he puts forth. He looks down his nose at people, and he, he's very so your judgmental. your perception of him is he's a hypocrite. He's judgmental, oh, biggest, yes. And that's why, that's exactly why we're like, you know. Yeah. You know the callers, though, in New York City, you don't do, you, you know, WABC isn't known for to be a right-wing or left-wing station. No, I would say that it, it is, and it's mostly right-wing. It leans right. Yes. It does? Yes. Okay. Yes. Well, you have Savage in the afternoon. Right. I miss, I miss will bash anybody right, in the morning, right? Yes. And you guys are all over the place. That's right. So the, the conservative callers, they don't like Lauer because they perceive him to be a champion of the liberal cause. That's right. right exactly. But let me point this out. Hillary Clinton's people hate Lauer, hate yeah, him, but, 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 and celebrated his demise. Hillary Clinton's people, because she, um, they thought, gave Trump a pass and was too tough on Hillary. But the bigger picture is these people were the ones who, when it was the Clintons, they dismissed, for example, uh, NBC well, they were the same people who sat on the Juanita Broderick interview back in Way 19... Back. Absolutely. And, and during right. the impeachment Absolutely. hearings. And they remember that sort of stuff. The, the, the Ronald so Farrow stuff, right? All this stuff about Harvey Weinstein. Yeah. NBC had NBC that. NBC is, is now in, in the eye of the storm. That's right. Not just Lauer, the whole structure. Uh, I would go from Andy okay. Lack to Phil Grippen. These are executives uh, at NBC. Right. The overall, though, is that we're living in a, in a country where you can be convicted by a headline. 
That's right. That's, that's okay. Problem. You guys both understand. And, that. and by the way, and so, our monologue, if we come on in the afternoon or yeah. morning and we lean one way or the other because our fans tend to like us, we change minds. We may very well take a guy who thinks that uh, this guy's not a bad guy, and by 930, he's a horrible guy. Well, that's good. At least people are listening with an open mind. Right. Yeah. Because people have to understand now that what the press is doing is whipping this into a frenzy, all right? And there's really nobody safe. There really isn't any. And next year, when you, in the, in the uh, congressional races and everything like that, as I just said with Donald Trump, he, he better oh. get ready. Oh. All right? Yeah. They're coming for him. But in the congressional races next year, the Senate and the House, this stuff's going to be every week, every day. He did this. He did that. This candidate did this. This candidate did that. You wait and see. It's more. This is the big gun. Now. Yeah, it's a witch hunt. You're right about that. And yes, Trump will be in the crosshairs as well. But then again, he always has been. From the, for, I mean, but it's going to get since you, he won the nomination. This, this is going to be epic, as every, the kids say. Okay, but the question then becomes, Bill, if everybody else kind of begs out. Conyers, you say, is going to be done. Franken is going to be done. Everybody gets done. Trump's not going to be done. So when all this comes flying at him, what does it really mean? He's not going to be it done. Depend, it depends how Trump himself handles it, all right? Because you say that he's not going to be done, but in the court of public opinion, he's got the press lined up against him. He re it's 80-20. He does, but the people see through it now. I think I, think I believe they right. do. I think that this, it's going to be like Roy Moore. I'm going to predict soon that I think Moore is going to win yeah, in Alabama. Probably. I think he's going to and win. And then if the Senate removes him, the uh, Alabama governor gets to a point. Gets to a point a of Republican, guy. so Trump wins a on better that. Guy. The strategy right, and, is and Trump knows that. All right, Bernie and Sid, 77 WABC Radio. It's fantastic. Um, mm -hmm. We hope you guys will come back, and we really appreciate you coming. Help oh, us out. Now we're going to take a commercial. Uh, 30 seconds only, because these guys have to be wheeled out. They're, old, they're <laughs> older than they look. They're little chairs over there. we got to get them out. All right? Thank you for listening to the No Spin News Weekend Edition. To watch the full episodes of the No Spin News, visit BillOReilly.com and sign up to become a premium or concierge member. That's BillOReilly.com. Sign